This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello everybody and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast with me, Ian Doyle, back up here more holidays. Uh, joining me today is not our full-time Liverpool reporter, correspondent both home and away, James Pearce. He is currently resting up, having had a long trip away to the United States of America. However, I am joined by Christian Walsh. Hi Christian. Fully rested. Hello Ian. Thank you. Are you fully rested on me? Both of us, I think. Oh, that's good. Bright eyed, bushy tail. I think you are. I wouldn't go that <laughs> far. And as and as you can tell from his very tall tones, <laughs> it's the tallest member of the sports test, Paul Ghost. Hi, Paul. Hello, Ian. How are you doing, Paul? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Have you had a good weekend? Uh, it was an hero weekend, so, so, so. So that means yes, because everybody loves working here. Right, this is a very, very special Blood Red podcast. We've had a few people asking us to do this. And what we're going to do is what we did last year. We're going to do the Liverpool auction where we basically sell off all of Liverpool's players that we believe could get sold, come up with a good value for them and then have a big argument about it all. Right, Christian, we shall start with the name that's at the top of the list. A lot of fans want to see him get sold. Loris Carrius. What do you think? I mean, that is, that, that is an absolute know, yeah. I've, got, start, I've gone in there straight away. He's the first name on my list. Although, intriguingly, he's not got anything, any notes next to him because there's been no suggestion Liverpool are going to sell him. He himself has said he might have to look at his future if uh, if things go the way they're going between now and the transfer window closing, which for, for English clubs is only next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Loris Carrius, it's a strange situation. It was before Alisson came, and it certainly is now Alisson is at Anfield. Um, he has said that he's got to consider his future, but I don't think you could expect him to say anything else, especially when they speak to the media in the homeland he just seems to open up a little bit more it's almost like a, a truth potion isn't it where they just sort of say what's on the mind there's no inner monologue anymore um, so Liverpool, Liverpool you know Jürgen Klopp still sees him as the number two so we've got to frame it around that and that he, he is back up to Alisson um, but I've said on this podcast before and I'll probably say it again I think Liverpool should think about moving him on um, really, I oh. do. I really do, and it's not necessarily reflection on his his performances um, or his abilities or his potential. I just feel like he's almost a busted flush at Liverpool now. I, I don't see how he redeems himself if Allison was to get injured. I don't see how there'd be any confidence in him from the stands, maybe even from some of his teammates. To be honest, the way he came back in the preseason, it clearly is still on his mind. And I feel like if he is to be rehabilitated and become the goalkeeper that he was always, you know, considered that he could become, he's got to do at least a year away from Liverpool. That could be on loan, or it could be a permanent deal. That's interesting. So you're advocating basically, yes, that perhaps they should move him on. They should do, but then the problem that comes in that scenario is that they would have to find an experience number two, and there's only nine days over that to get one. Paul, yeah. what's your take? Yeah, I kind of agree with Christian. Um, Carrius isn't going to be in the position he was in last year where him and Mignolet were getting rotated for the Champions League and the, and the Premier League. He's more than likely going to be in the situation that Danny Ward found himself in where he played in the League Cup. The pool went out in the, in the third round straight away and didn't play again. I think if you're spending upwards of £65 million on a goalkeeper, he's obviously going to be the first choice and I think he should be the one who just plays all season, to be honest, unless he gets injured. Um, I don't really see the point in resting him for, for games that you might see as... It's kind of lesser fixtures. So I think um, the writing would be on the wall for Carriers this season. Now it's up to him whether he's happy enough playing second fiddle 
um, like he he has done for most of the two years at Anfield, really, hasn't he? Um, or whether he thinks he can, um, you know, re- rehabilitate himself and and kind of get his uh, his reputation back up to par in the Bundesliga or maybe somewhere further down the Premier League. So um, I think if it was up to Carius, it it might be best for all concerned if if he did move on because. He's not going to get a look in this season, I don't think. That's interesting. I mean, I, d- I don't personally think that they should sell him. And I think he, if I was him, I'd still stick around and just, just fight it out. But I've been outvoted 2-1, to one, so that leads us now to the you know, the fact of how much would you ask for him, Christian? I mean, this is hard because... It, is it, this is why Liverpool wouldn't contemplate selling him as well, I think, unless the player really did right, agitate well, I'll, for I'll the throw, move. I'll throw a number out there. I'll say... Give the fact, how much did he cost? 4.7? His yeah. value like must 4. be rock 7. bottom now. Well, though. no, I, I disagree because he did still played in a Champions League final. Mm. And he was in a team that got to the Champions League final. So, And most of the other, certainly teams abroad, won't look at games against Tramir and mm. background images of him warming up against Jester, you know what I mean? So I reckon if you were going to sell him, my number would be at least 10 million. I would have actually gone, if you were in an ideal world selling him, I would have said about 15. 15. See, I was thinking ten, but that was basically because his stock is at an all-time low. Um, I think for first choice goalkeepers in the Premier League, now you you are looking a little bit more than that, aren't you? But I just think because he's in the situation he's in, which is quite unusual, such a high-profile fixing in the Champions League final, and two horrendous mistakes, maybe uh, maybe ten million would be the the going rate. I think buying clubs would know why they're trying to sell him. Yeah. Is, is, which is again why I don't can't see Liverpool selling them because you know it wouldn't be against it would be against Liverpool's principles in terms of you know the 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 normally sell sell high and this is you couldn't sell them at a lower at a lower price yeah, really. I, I, I can't tell. Only started selling high recently. The Liverpool were notorious for oh, getting but, rid but, of players. But, but that, the, that's because it's in the you know the old Benny Un for five million. Mm, ah, below Yeah, I mean I can't see Liverpool actively selling Carrius unless he agitates for a move himself. I think it's all down to the player. So, so if he does agitate for a move, then how much should Liverpool ask for? There you go. That's another way of looking at it. Um, between ten to fifteen. Yeah, between ten to fifteen. So we're going to say twelve point five. Yeah, million. I think that's 12, fair. Twelve and a half. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. I hope you can hear that. By the way, I really <laughs> hope you can hear that. You need to put it closer to the microphone. Yeah. Okay. I'll try it again then. How about this? There, you there go. we go. Yeah, you can definitely hear that. Right, so that's 12.5 million for Carrius. Next up, another goalkeeper, and one perhaps, let's be honest, more likely to leave, Simon Mignolet. Uh, Besiktas have been linked with him, there's been a few other clubs. I think it's fair to say he's probably going to go on his way. So, if Carrius is worth 12.5 million, or Liverpool could be asking that amount of money for him. Paul, how much are we looking at, at Mignolet, who is was in the World Cup squad with Belgium, and we ended up finishing third? Uh, well, he turned 30 earlier this year, didn't he? But, um, it's nothing for a keeper. No, that's what I was, was going to say. He'd, he'd still get another five years at least, wouldn't he? Um, I think probably be looking at a, at a similar kind of fee to the one we've just slapped on Carrius. I did a, a piece a few weeks back where I kind of looked at players who might raise some some funds for the, for the transfer kitty, and, and that was kind of the figure I put on Mignolet, um, around about 12 and a half. I go along with that. It's crazy how recency buyers can play, and I don't think clubs, I hope clubs don't, participate in that but you know Mignolet's dropped in a fair few clangers himself and the reason that he's been number two at Liverpool is because you know the last time Liverpool properly saw him it last two outings from you know from my memory was the West Brom game where they conceded three and it was pretty woeful and, and then the the game where he pretty much waved in Granite Jack's shots as if he was a New York, New, uh, yeah. New York traffic cop so I mean 
It's I reckon I again I think Liverpool will want about fifteen million for him and I think about twelve point five again. I think it's it's so strange because I think they're two very different keepers, they're in two very different stages of their career and their development, but because of the situations that they found themselves in, I think it'd probably be about twelve point five as well. Do you think do you not think that's not enough for Mignolet though? You could argue he's worth more, although he has you say he hasn't played for Liverpool for six months, mm. has he? I just think maybe with his age, you know, he he, he did turn thirty, didn't he? Which kind of does suggest that he's, he's entering the, the latter stages of his career. So he's improved his social media game, though. Well, does, does that does that's that an put, extra two point five? Does that put value on you? If it, was, it does you know, these days. What yeah. I will say though, Carrius as well, would be Allison's fee, wouldn't he? If that was the case. What I will say, I mean, the Allison fee is, is, is skewed it a little bit. Obviously, the sixty-five million. So I'm not sure about the. Has it though? Has it? I think really? yeah, no, no. Just but this, at, no, this is what goalkeepers overall. This is exactly yeah. what I was about to say. If Mignolet goes for fifty million, he's one of the top ten most expensive goalkeepers of all time. I think in do world you, football. Do you think Allison is the Neymar of goalkeepers in terms of just completely skewed the market? He's also Brazilian as well. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he does a lot of diving, so you'd have to <laughs> say perhaps he perhaps he is up there. So we're saying twelve point five million. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Twenty-five for the two. Twenty-five for the. Well, they're not going to sell them. Let's face. Hey, you buy one, you get one free. Careful to do Let's face it, they're not going to sell them both. And if they do, no, something remarkable will be happening. So one, will go. One of them's going for 12.5 million, we reckon. Yes. <laughs> now, I might get to use another sound in a minute. Because the next player is coming up. He's got 12 months left on his contract. And while there's been no suggestion of him leaving, you never know. Alberto Moreno. Ooh. Christian, what do you think? First of all, do you think Liverpool should even entertain selling him? And if so, how much? No, they, they shouldn't. No, that's that's a No. It's interesting though, in general, I forget why the point should be made. Obviously, after Emery Chan left, you've got uh, Alberto Moreno, who's, who's got 12 months left on his contract. You've got Daniel Sturridge, who's got 12 months left on his contract. And, and Liverpool, for all intents and purposes, look like they're going to keep hold of him. Um, and you've got Ragnar Klavan, who has got a, a year extension as an option. But again, his contract runs out in 2019. So you wonder if this is almost a, not a new directive, but if Liverpool have sort of said, well, we're going to get more value out of keeping them for this year than getting rid of and trying to integrate a new player. So Klopp, Klopp likes Moreno as well. And he I likes get, Moreno. I always get the impression with Moreno, Moreno as well is that he quite likes it at Liverpool. And even yeah. if he's, he'd rather be playing, obviously. But if he's still knocking around and he's playing in half the games, whether that's coming on sub or playing, because he will get games, I think he'd be quite happy to be there. I think he's good for... I mean, this is... I just think he's good for morale as well. I think he's good for the Brazilian players. I think he's obviously got... He's weaved into that fabric. And I'm not saying you should keep players around because the best friends with Firmino. And obviously, it didn't do Coutinho much good because no. he wanted to leave Barcelona. But I think he's just a, a popular member of the, of the dressing room and... Ultimately, I'll probably get stick for this. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's a more than capable. He's a squad player in a Premier in a Premier League winning side. In my opinion, he's not. He's he's a decent player. He's won more Europa leagues than most of the Liverpool team. More Europa leagues than me, you August as well. So I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, uh, let's not forget as well that he he actually got back into the Spain yeah. squad last season, mm-hmm. didn't he? And he was good for he was he, good until he got well, injured. He, he was yeah. ahead of Robinson until he got injured in December, and obviously once Robinson came in, he never looked back, and he's basically gone on to, to solve that long-standing problem, hasn't he? The, that's been played Liverpool as, as long as I remember, but you know he, he isn't he isn't the worst, is he? I think if Liverpool held on to him, he would be a decent option, uh, you know, for what's going to be a long season. I tell you what else he brings is is that pace and and mm. that versatility on the bench. I know he only generally plays left back, but I think Klopp in general would like his players to be able to play in one, more than one position on the bench, so he can bring them on for, for varying roles. And I think you can throw him up on the front three. 
if, if you need to order a four four one. We've done this before. I know, no, 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 I advocated this about eighteen months ago, and, and but, but, it's not happened. It, but it? if somebody, yeah. let's say, if, if let's say uh, Salah's out and, and Shakiri gets injured. I wouldn't have a problem throwing Moreno up there just for a bit of pace up top. Yeah, if you think of Liverpool are leading in a, in a big game with five minutes to go, he could come on and, and play further ahead of Robertson. As far away from and, the goal as possible. Yeah, yeah. And, and still <laughs> kind of put in a, a defensive performance, couldn't he? Yeah. So are we saying Alberto Moreno, he's not going anywhere? Yeah. 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 There you go. I've got another noise there. There's, there's more of them. There's actually, how many is there? 16 of them, but but some of them you, you're not hearing some of those, believe me. Okay, another name coming up, another fullback, somebody you may have forgotten even still plays for Liverpool, Conor Randall. He's got 12 months left on his contract. Oh, there we go, I forgot about him. Yeah, so he was at Hearts on loan for, was it the most, it was all of last season, wasn't it? Yep. Certainly for the second half, yeah. He's currently is knocking around. I reckon you could ask for about two and a half, three million for him. I really, really do. Yeah. I, think, I think there's money in the, in the Scottish leagues. I think he did okay enough. Again, he's versatile. He was playing centre mid for Hearts a fair bit last season. He played when um, Hearts beat Celtic, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah, yeah in that, that, that four-one, he was yeah. the one who finally ended the end of the Brendan Rodgers' incredible unbeaten run. I just think there's there's going to be a. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Trademark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's the the type of player who. St Mirren or a Kilmarnock I, to be honest I don't even look at Scottish <laughs> football anymore but you know how Howard Gretna doing not even for Rangers I do Steven. now no I will I'll keep more of an eye on it now obviously with uh, Gerard and Rodgers at the top of the uh, top of the tree there but it's just um, you know those Midland teams I, I don't really pay attention I think St Mirren are there Kilmarnock you know that type Motherwell I don't know those type <laughs> you're, just, you're just saying names yeah. out of the penny, Hearts are definitely the there Hibs Albert, are definitely yeah, there yeah. Aberdeen are definitely there Partick might be there Rafe Rovers who knows um, Dunfermline but there's going to be a Scottish team somewhere <laughs> that will want Conor Randall Ghosty <laughs> can you name I, any I, more Scottish I, teams how do you follow that up <laughs> I, I don't think Liverpool will get um, close to 3 million for him as Christian suggests I think it might just be one of them where they, you kind of agree to, to offload them at a non- nominal fee um, he's, he's way down the pecking order isn't he he's behind Trent and Gomez and Klein and you know, that's before you'd even Think of whoever else might might be playing right back. I, I can't really see a way back for him, and think it might just be one of them with Liverpool selling for five hundred thousand, something like that. Mm, yeah, I, I'm in agreement. I think he, it, he'll. To be honest, I think he may even just let him go for nothing. To be honest, it may be something like that. So we will say Connor Randall, hooray. St Johnston, St Johnston, and Livingston, Livingston. Yeah, they've. they've He's just naming. I'm just, look, I'm just looking at the Premier. It's, it's a lot different from the last time I looked at it. <laughs> In 2006. Way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gretna, aren't they? <laughs> Ross County. Uh, Ross County are. Uh, oh, no, they went down. Oh, that's a shame. I think. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, we're going to move on to midfield now. We're going to go on to a player who, again, is another player who, for, for whenever we write anything about him, it just seems to get a lot of interest, even though he hardly ever plays for Liverpool. Marco Gruich, Christian. He's not going to Scotland. Um, although it wouldn't be a bad move. It's an interesting one with Gruwich. You just wonder. It just feels so bottlenecked in that midfield, doesn't it? In terms mm-hmm. of even without Liverpool signing for Kier, and I'm sure we'll move on to Ben Woodburn in a little bit. But you look at the the options there. Even after Oxley Chamberlain's injury, and you just don't see how he gets the regular game time that. He probably needs at this stage of his career. He's 21 years of age now. Mm. I mean, he was in Serbia's World Cup squad, so he's, he's you know, it's it's didn't play there. He either, didn't did play, he? but that's a that's a good midfield to be fair. Milinkovic Savage amongst others. So, I'd I'd 
probably loan him out for one more season. But at what point do you basically cut base and say, well, that's that now, and 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 we're not going to make make a, a Liverpool player out of him? It's it, it's a tough one. I mean, if Lazio are well, Lazio are interested, mm-hmm. and if they were to offer a substantial fee, I think he would probably have to say, like he did with a couple of other players with Liverpool, Danny War, for example. This player's played a handful of Liverpool games and we're getting offered 15, 20 million for him. Take it. Well, Paul, the number is 20 million from Lazio if, if rumours are to be believed. But Cardiff still wouldn't mind taking him on loan for the season. I mean, what would you do? I think if they, if they were offered 20 million, I think they'd have to, to take that, no question. He's made 14 Liverpool appearances in two seasons and he's probably... He's done his research here, hasn't he? No, it's just, <laughs> just one of them. I've written quite a lot about him. He's, he's, he made that a Cardiff on loan in the second half of last season and he's probably played more in pre-season than, than he has in, in, you know... He's not good in pre-season as well. In, he's he's yeah. probably Liverpool's best pre-season player every summer. And as Christian says, that midfield's so congested, isn't it? Even with Henry Chang going and Oxley chamberlains injury and Fakir not coming, there's still so many players he's got to... Who's you know. not coming? <laughs> you said you said the F word, yeah. <laughs> um, Don't. So yeah, I mean, I think if Liverpool were offered round about twenty million for him, I think they'd, they'd have to take that, and I think it would be quite good business because oh. I don't see him breaking in anytime soon. On the other hand, you got James Milner who's thirty-three now, at least. He's 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 got maybe two. I mean, there's only, so, until he's there's, 50, only but there's only so much dry beaner. Exactly, not enough driving in the world to, to keep him going. But you know, he, he is the player who you can see, despite starting when he was ten years of age in the Premier League, <laughs> that he could, you know, he could crack until he was thirty-seven, thirty-eight. But you know, in all seriousness, he's not. He's in the the autumn of his career now. He's looked the fittest in. It's, the it's I've crazy, seen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. fittest when he was a city. Um, you've got Oxley Chamberlain who is probably going to be out all season, very likely to be out all season, and it'll obviously take him a while to to, to come. Up to speed in mm. twenty nineteen twenty, you can believe that. Um, and what Ben will move on to as well. It looks like he's going to be loaned out. So you do start to look and you think, well, there's Wijnaldum, there's Lalana, who has looked okay in preseason, but okay, you know, we know what what we're getting with Lalana. There's um, who else is Kater. there? Kater. Fabinho. Fabinho. Mm. There might be a little slot there for him in a Henderson. you know Henderson if he wants to play a bit further forward, but there might be a little slot there for him. You know, I'm thinking Huddersfield away, Watford at home, those type of games where you just need to rest the legs ahead of a big Champions mm. League game. But would but would he want to do that? Possibly not, and that's what we've all always got to consider when we're playing this game mm. of little consequences. The consequences <laughs> on, on on the players as well. well. We've just named six midfielders there mm. who are fit. To play in a three-man midfield, and that's before you obviously even include the ones who were injured and so on. So, it's an uphill task at the very least, isn't yeah. it? I, I think if you're getting twenty million, you're going for it. Aren't yeah. You? So, are we saying twenty million? Yeah. Are we saying anything less than that? So, if somebody comes in and offers, I don't say nineteen, somebody offers fifteen million, would you go? Hmm, or would you go? No, we'd rather keep him. No, or, not in today's oh, market. No. I know that sounds ridiculous because it's five million and what's five million? I just feel the two instead of a one is is quite a. It's quite a decisive figure. So I'd, I'd, yeah, that's either twenty million sell or loan. Championship players are going for fifteen million now. Yeah. He's not. He's best yeah, in the championship true. player. Well, he was one last year, though, wasn't he? He well, was. And, and then he's now not. Now he's not exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, Mark I've forgotten his name. Then Marco Gruich, twenty million. There'll be no one left. <laughs> well, you say that, but the next name on the list is goal scorer extraordinaire against Blackburn, Paul. 
Lazar Markovic. Olympiakos and Standard Liège are meant to be interested. He's another who's got a year left on his his original contract, yeah, which he that's, signed. That's unbelievable. Yeah, four years ago, he's been there at Liverpool that long. He hasn't played a game for Liverpool since May 2015. Was it, was I think it QPR? It QPR, was it? yeah, yeah, two one. Um, so Gerard's last goal. Yeah, are at home we, Are we thinking that a he's on his way, if possible, and b how much should Liverpool really realistically be asking for him? I, I don't think they they're in a position to demand anything really I mean we know he, he had a bit of pedigree when he first signed four years ago but he's just stagnated unbelievably hasn't he he, he did okay on loan at Hull um, when he was there but even that's more than a year ago exactly yeah it's, um, I think it might just be one of those Mario Balotelli moves where he just kind of shuttles off into the night and there's no fee received for him I think 7 million's the the, the figure bandied round and I think that's a very optimistic really do you think I, I think, think so it's, seven, it's, seven, seven is optimistic I think so he, he hasn't done anything scored against Blackburn he did score against Blackburn it was a very lovely goal but he's just he, let's go through the clubs he's been at now so we've signed for Liverpool as a, a £20 million player very went, very highly rated went to and he's since gone to Fenerbahce Sporting Hull. Hull Anderlecht was it Anderlecht he did okay there to be he fair he did okay in the Belgian league I think if, if a team comes in with a £5 million bid, with one year left on his contract, you just say, especially with the wages as well, not that he was on necessarily humongous wages, but he's on more than the than, than Liverpool yeah, want to be paying he's, for. He's signed for £20 million, Liverpool yeah. have paid his wages for four years yeah. without ever getting anything mm. back, really, apart from a couple of decent games in his first first year. I think he, you he'll, saw, he'll always have Sunderland away. He, he will, will always have Sunderland, but what a shot that was. Left wing back. Yeah. And I think it was summed up, wasn't it, in the uh, was it the winter of 2016, well, January 2017, when you know Mane went out to the African Cup of Nations. Yeah. Liverpool were absolutely desperate. I think they were looking at Sadar Azmoun as a complete and utter you know, flyer. Um, obviously, he never came. Brandt? Brandt was, I think that was Draxler. six months later. But Draxler, Draxler was another one. Um, but, you know, I think it was Markovic, you know, well, I think, was it... Fenerbahce at the time was in with Hallam and they were saying, Well, you can have him back. So they took him back and then <laughs> sent him on long to Hull. Hold <laughs> so, him back. So they took him and then sent him back to Hull. So it just like when he didn't have wingers, then they were lacking pace mm. in the side. So I think it just shows you where his standing is. Um, I still think, though, even with 12 months left of his contract, it's a ridiculous transfer window where I think Gorsi had fetched two. So <laughs> I, I think. You ever seen him play? <laughs> he's, he'd do a job, target man. Uh, Target round, it doesn't move. Exactly. <laughs> five, five million. Five million. Mm. I, I'm going to go along with that. Five million. Ghosty, I know you said nothing. He, really, but he wants to pay them five million. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pay the petrol money. There I think there have been deals where basically teams have just mm. basically will pay the wages for the rest. That's, that's, yeah, 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 exactly. I think if Liverpool were offered anything in, in the millions, I think they'd just have to say yes. Seven figures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Christian and say five. I've overruled you there, Ghosty. Sorry. Yes. Next it's good up. that we're disagreeing on stuff, though, because three transfers in, I had a feeling we, we were all just going to say the same thing. No, we're getting to the interesting ones now. We're going to start now with... Uh, we'll do Pedro Chirave because it looks like he's going anyway. Three and a half million to Rosenborg. That's a football manager transfer I've ever heard. I've <laughs> Rosenborg found 3.5 million down the back of the sofa. Well, they've been in the they, Champions League for a week or something. They've, they've unlocked the, the, the cheat, the, uh, the Rashona cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's not 1997. Where have they, they got this from? Yeah, it, it's. I was surprised when I heard that Liverpool were. But he still were going to receive. Do you know what? I, I remember him. Um, West Ham. He was. He was. He was. 
FA Cup, wasn't it? He was an exciting young player when he was coming through, and he was, he was very cultured on the ball. He had a good pass, and I remember him playing against uh, Swansea away. I think me and James did that one. It was a twelve oh, o'clock yeah, kickoff. The, yeah. But the bank holiday. I think, yeah, was, I think was, the problem a, with him is that it's like a lot of these youngsters. Is that he was he from Valencia or something like that? Yeah, I think yeah. He he's got all the technical skills, but two things that he doesn't seem to have: one is pace, mm-hmm. and two, he is still very slight. Yeah, yeah. And I think in the English game, and I know it. In fact, it's not just the English game. Let's be honest; it's a lot of the top leagues. If you haven't got the kind of physical presence, you're not going to be able to to produce your skills, are you? Yeah, you have to be an exceptional player to, yeah. to start in midfield when you've you've got those type of attributes, don't you? And I think the problem as well is that he gets loaned to uh, was it Brentford? Was it? Or am I thinking? Of? He was loaned well, to Holland. Of Sergio Canos. I am. He went yeah. to the restaurant. The restaurant boy is out. Yeah, he went, to, uh, he went to Holland Kelly last. Se- he went to Holland last season, didn't he? And the second they go out of the, the the Melbourne bubble, if you will, then there's no there's no guarantees about how they develop in that sense. That's mm. why Klopp sometimes is keen to keep them. So <clears throat> Chirivel has gone and he's played football for a year. That's great, but he hasn't developed. He hasn't. He hasn't. Gain the attributes that he needed to become a Premier League footballer. He's he's, he's more suited to the Eredivisie now, for example. So, or the is, Norwegian league. Oh, well, or the Norwegian league. So, what's the name of the Norwegian league? The Tippelagen. Very good. Oh, he's, Very he's got good. it. Yeah. He's got that, it. That yeah, 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 that, I know, yeah, that, that deserves a. What can we do here? Let's see which one. Oh, I know. There you go. You can have that. Uh, so yeah, I just think um, three million. That, that's that's more than more than fair for a player who hasn't really done anything. That Swansea game. When you think about it, that was. A, Probably an article in this at some point if anyone's Two listening. Ago? Two years ago, it was in between the Villarreal games, or Danny, it was just Danny before. Danny Ward was in goal. Was Danny Ward, it's a graveyard for players because I remember Smith. Cameron Brad Smith Jordan, got sent Jordan off. Ibe. Jordan Ibe, um, Cameron Brandon came on. Benteke, Benteke mm. scored. So, mm. it, but that was a it was a terrible game, and I think that was a game where three one, three one, yeah. And I think it was a game where Klopp sort of maybe had a look at some of these youngsters who were sort of knocking on the door and realised that he wasn't going to open it for them. Mm. <laughs> so, are, are we saying? Three and a half million. Well, we're we, well, we're not saying. We're not saying. I would take him one point five. Yeah, that, one. I'd, I'd snatch Rosenborg's hands off. Well, I'll just I'll do this one. How about this? Because he's about to go, and then he's gone now. That's probably going to come across really, really loud as well. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, another youngster. Oh, Shea, what, what price did we get? He's three and a half million. Oh, he's going anyway. He's just saying. Yeah. Um, Shay Ojo, Ojo. Pronounce it as you will. Now Middlesbrough. Are interested in taking him not on loan but permanent deals. Some somebody suggested ten million quid for him. Don't forget he's a England under twenty World Cup winner. Paul, I mean he he's done okay during the summer. I mean he spent last season on loan at Fulham. Didn't play all the time because yeah. he was injured. But again, part of a promoted team like like Grewich, although for a lot longer period. You know he's got a lot of attributes. I know from some of the games that I saw during during this summer that I know Klopp giving him a chance and he's often lost his rag at him or trying to tell him to do certain things he's, he's been spotted at the touchline imploring him to do this that and the other is it just a matter of letting him out go out on loan or is it time maybe for best for everybody that he goes I think maybe give him another season and, and see how he goes I think he's, he's 21 I know Klopp spoke quite highly of him during the, uh, the well after the Manchester United game on Saturday night but he kind of said that about Every other young player as well. And is he, he saying that in the sense that he could then build them up to sell him? Uh, maybe, but he, he was basically talking up all the youngsters and saying how well they've done. And I think Ojo could benefit from the fact that there isn't a lot of options in those wide areas. Obviously, Shakiri can play either side, but if Klopp was willing to to rest um, Salah and Mane, Shakiri can only play one of them. So 
perhaps Ojo could benefit from playing the other side. Um, he's he's very quick and he's and he's, he's very languid on the ball and he, he he is quite pleasing on the eye to watch. But I think this loan move should have come to fruition, which is is going to be make or break for him at Liverpool. I think I think he needs to really knock it out the park wherever he goes. Christian, I don't know if he did enough for Fulham. I think. He got two injuries, didn't he? He, he, did. he was in the team, and I think he scored in the... Did he win 5-4 at Sheffield United in the yeah. autumn? Mm. That's right. And then he picked up a shoulder injury, which knocked him out over the Christmas period, I think. Yeah, he, And then he, he was injured towards setbacks. the end, which meant that he didn't. He wasn't available for like, the playoffs and stuff like mm. that. He did have a couple of setbacks. I just... I think... I think my inclination would be to keep him. I just feel that Liverpool is still a little bit short in that in those wide areas. Keep him as in keep him, keep, keep him. Keep him, keep him. Yeah. I think my that, that, that is my feeling. I feel like he's... He's been part of a team there in Fulham that have gone up, and he's he's gained that experience, and he's played in enough games there to, even though he had those injuries, to to develop and to to get a f- feel of what first team football is like at that level. And I just feel like, so what you send him back down to, let's say Middlesbrough on loan or, or wherever, he's going to play under Tony Pulis. I, I I just I I feel like it's now or never for him. You either keep him or you sell him. I don't see the point in another loan deal. So. I'd be inclined to keep him just because I feel like after Shakiri, there's not much in terms of backup, and Shakiri played as a number ten anyway against um, the, the, the Manchester fact, United. The fact that he's still there, Ojo, and Harry Wilson was allowed to leave on loan almost straight away at the start of the summer. Does that suggest maybe that Klopp perhaps does see something there in sense he could do something initially over the first few months of the season and if he's not playing he could let him go out on loan in January that could be an option I certainly think that I also think it's an option that you sort of you have him in and around the first team this year Harry Wilson comes back hopefully with a, with a real good season under his belt from Lampard and Derby and then you'd almost swap the two and, and Ojo goes and or, or you make the decision then and say well which one of these is, is, is staying which one of these is going and you sort of assess it from, from there so I'd keep him but if you were not to keep him Paul how much would you ask for him? Uh, between eight to ten, maybe. So nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maths with Ian Doyle. <laughs> I got an A A level maths. There you go. I got a D at GCSE. Well done. Did it? I'm surprised you still did GCSEs when you were at school. Mm-hmm. Indeed. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Indeed. So nine million says Ghosty. I say ten. I'd say keep him, but if they were where to sell him, I think you're looking at fifteen. So what are we going to decide on then? Go for ten. Tw- I'll 10. let you have ten. I'll let you have ten, but I think 10. you should be asking for more because at the end of the day, he's still uh, a young player with a lot of potential. He's built himself up like a, a brick, you know what? And <laughs> he has, yeah. He's, 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 so it looks but, like a cruiserweight boxer now, doesn't he? But the problem is there is that does it hamper any of his yeah. ability? So. It'll be interesting to see. I, I keep him, but yeah, ten million if they sell him. So ten million if they sell him. However, we don't think they're going to sell him anyway. Yes. Right. Combination of sounds. Now we're going up market. <laughs> Next up, we're going to go up to the strikers. There's three of them there. We'll deal with one of them a bit later on. Uh, first one up is Divock Origi. Paul. Now he has been at Liverpool for. Well, he's been on the books for four years now. He's, the first year he was, he was back on loan at Lille. Um, spent last season at Wolfsburg wasn't particularly a great time for him he, though he did manage to he did score in the playoff didn't he when the, the yeah, two-legged playoff which kept them uh, avoiding relegation from the Bundesliga but this summer 
seen him play a few times. Mm. He's looked miles off. Yeah. He doesn't look happy. He doesn't seem to be able to take the opportunities. And Klopp's given him them as the central striker because he's not often moved out out wide. But no matter where he's ended up, he's just not doesn't look anything like the player that he was when Klopp first joined. Because it's easy to forget that in Klopp's first season that he was integral integral in Liverpool yeah. getting to the Europa League final until he got. That Fino's injury married. against against, against yeah. Everton, he, he'd have been. He was ahead of Sturridge, wasn't he? In the, in the reckoning. Yeah, it's been at this point in pre-season for him. And I think I've said a few times on these pods that he was the one who I thought was going to grasp his chance and basically take that understudy role from Firmino, and he hasn't at all. As he Sturridge is, is clearly ahead of him now. And um, James Pearce reported was it last week that um, Liverpool looking for around about twenty-seven million for him, and I just think he, even in in this day and age, Liverpool should. Snap the hands off anyone who offers anywhere near that at this point. Um, he just he, he just spent the whole pre-season looking disinterested and not particularly judging him off the back of four games against Berry and Tramier and the likes. But just doesn't look like he's anywhere near the player he was, you know, two years ago under Klopp. And does he look like somebody who wants to leave? Maybe. Um, I know. think he looks like somebody who knows the manager doesn't necessarily believe in him anymore. Mm. I think. He's been shifted out wide in pre-season, which isn't still. It's not his position. He still has enough chances down the middle, though. He still gets chances, but I just think he knows that he's not. I think it's clear that Klopp doesn't necessarily believe in him anymore. I think, and that can have an impact on the way he plays. I think it's threefold with Origi. I think that's that's a big part is the belief, and I think he knows that ultimately he's only going to be sort of a peripheral squad figure now. I think number two is the. Funes Mori tackle I think that his, his game has changed since then I think he's lost a little bit of pace I think he's, the he's season, having said that the season after that the 16-17 season he made more appearances than any other Liverpool player that season he did and he had that and good little run especially that, December that's, time so don't forget, and then towards the end with Mane being injured he was back in the team and he, he played the last eight or nine games. But they, and then this is the sec- this is the last part that I'm going to come into I think Origi is absolutely fine as a one but in a two or a three He's not. So basically, if you're playing a four-two-three-one and he's a central guy, a bit like say the uh, the derby where we actually wrecked havoc, didn't he? And and but you know balls were getting put into the box from out wide. Milner, the Milner to Origi was a was a set play for Liverpool. It was almost like an NFL, you know, callback in terms of get the ball out wide to Milner and he'll put it on his head. If he's in a two, he's all right as well. Um, if he's got say studies to drag away. Uh, attackers and I think that's what they did against West Ham and Middlesbrough mm-hmm. last uh, year towards, uh, yeah, yeah. towards the 16-17 uh, but I think as a three when you've got to be fluid and you've got to be moving and you've got to have you've got to stay on side I just feel <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> then you've got to actually shoot at the goal yeah I just I just yeah. feel like he hasn't got that that nuance to his game to be honest I mean Gorsi what do you think then is he is he on his way I mean how much should Liverpool ask for him then well, as uh, as I say, with, with James Pearce supporting that Liverpool were looking for thirty million euros from him, I think that'd be a, an unbelievable return. Um, Is it slightly unrealistic? Possibly, yeah. I'd have said closer to to maybe the the, uh, the twenty million mark. Pounds or euros? Uh, well, pounds because <laughs> they do look for twenty seven million pounds worth of thirty million euros. I think if they could get that, that'd be a great deal for for them. And um, I think they would need to kind of send that back into rotation though in the, in the transfer market. I don't think they could just kind of pocket that. I think if they were to let a Rigi go, they probably would need another centre forward. That's interesting. So you've just advocated money rotation. We've had squad rotation. <laughs> now it's money rotation with Paul Gorse. I quite like that. I like that. I'll make a note of that. 
Christian. I mean, I'm of, I'm of the belief Origi's got no future at Liverpool. I don't think he's got a future. And if they get... How much was he? Was he 10? 10. 10, yeah. Ten, yeah. Four they, years ago, though. Yeah, if they get 20 million for him, they have to go see a Divock. 25. 25? I'd say 25. Um, you know, Christian Benteke, Liverpool sold Christian Benteke to Crystal Palace for nearly 30 million. No, Christian Benteke's done an awful lot more in his career than Divock has. True, but he's younger. And he's a better, and he's and he's a better Bel- player. He's younger and he's in the Belgium squad. Or wasn't the Belgian squad. He wasn't at the World Cup, He wasn't at the World Cup, but he was getting the call-ups before Benteke. Yeah, but why wasn't he in the World Cup? Because he's not very good. Well, that's not fair. He had a poor season. He had a poor season. season. Also, he's got Batshuayi and he's got... um, Lukaku. getting cream for that. (laughs) (laughs) Dries Mertens. Dries Mertens, yeah, it's not fair. He's a decent player. I just don't (laughs) feel like he is of the level of Jürgen Klopp Liverpool when he plays that 4-3-3 now. Have Liverpool moved on then? Yeah. Yeah, from Origi, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is which is sad because he, he, by all accounts, he's a, he's a really you know switched on guy. He's really intelligent, reads books apparently. <laughs> Martin Keown will not be happy to. No, hear he's the that. only footballer who can read books. <laughs> Martin Keown, and the only manager is Woody Hodgson. Um, but yeah, I think I think his time's up at Liverpool. I think the fact that he hasn't appeared in the preseason games in in the US certainly the last two uh, doesn't all go well. So yeah, he's. I, but I still think 25. He's, he's young. He's he's got Premier League experience, as you say. He, he made more appearances than than any other player in 16, 17. I don't see why they couldn't ask for 25. I will split that one down the middle then. 22 and a half million for Divock Origi. Another forward who looks like he's on his way. And this one has, has basically been told if he does find the right move, he can go. That's Danny Ings, Christian. I mean. Who was it? Southampton, Crystal Palace. They're two of several clubs who have been linked with him. The number twenty million pounds has been bandied about, and bearing in mind you've just said that about Divock Origi, Danny Ings has probably played even less over the last, certainly the last season. Again, it's that recency bias, isn't it? Because it, for all intents purposes, he's a good footballer, and I think all Danny Ings needs is is games. I think all he needs is, mm. is to be the first choice in, in a side, and he's not going to get that at Liverpool. So it's a strange one where. He's worth a lot more to say Crystal Palace than he is to Liverpool, but it's for Liverpool to sort of make Crystal Palace realise that. So Liverpool might be tempted to think, well, he's not going to get his games at Liverpool. He needs game time to get back up to speed and and, and basically revive his career. But you know, Crystal Palace need this guy, and when he goes to Crystal Palace, and if he does get his game time, he's going to be fantastic. So it's for Liverpool to stand firm there, I believe. And I think twenty might be a little bit too much, but then. He's, he's still young enough, 25, 26. No, but he has a two serious injuries, don't forget. He's English, English premium, if that still exists. Does it still exist? I don't think it really matters now, uh, does it? Yeah. It should do. England World Cup semi-finalists. But then Crystal Palace give Liverpool, what, 20, 27 million for Sacco, nearly 30 million for Benteke, money for Martin Kelly. They, brought, you know, they took the Diego Cavalieri. I just feel like <laughs> if Palace are... Well, Palace are serious, we know that, but if Palace... Want them, then Liverpool should get. I say let's go, let's go eighteen. Well, Southampton are more likely, Paul, to need a striker, aren't yeah. they? But then again, they've got an awful lot of the same striker, haven't they? Charlie Austin, that kind of type. Mm. Sean Long. Yeah, they do struggle for goals last season, didn't they? Southampton. Yeah, these players. Um, yeah, Shane Long. Shane Long even. Who's Sean Long? Sean Long. Central Liverpool League legend. Bloody hell. Um, anyway, Tellens. Yeah. I'd, I think anyone who was saying that it was wrong, you know, when you say something, you know it's wrong. I was thinking that's not right. It was just children. I felt like I was in Fight Club there, and you just <laughs> get like that, that moment. Anyway, Tyler, go on. Uh, right, what I was saying? Yeah, I think Liverpool probably are being a little bit ambitious with with the price tags they put on the Regan Ings. But then, 
a week a week kind of or my kind of unit from from the the old school way of values and you know to just what, based on talent yeah it's just kind of how ridiculous it is nowadays that maybe that isn't too outlandish that they're asking for this money for these strikers i think if they got 20 million for rings that'd be a, a great return for someone who's basically not played for for two years he's been so unlucky with injuries and the uh, pool have reluctantly agreeing to to him basically looking to get off and, and play regular first-team football, which he deserves, to be fair. I think, um, I think Liverpool did give him a chance the second half of last season. He did get a few He was out wide a lot of that, yeah. though, wasn't he? But, but he had not so much a chance in his best position, but a chance to show that he could actually do something. I think Klopp's looked at it and gone, well, if we lose him, you know, again, it's a bit like a Rigi. Perhaps Liverpool have moved on a little bit since him, and which is unlucky because... When Klopp came in, yeah, he, he would have done a job straight everyone away. Was saying, injured, everyone yeah. was saying yeah. Ings is the idea of yeah. Klopp, you know, yeah. he'll press from the front, etc. But I think Klopp's moved on from then as well, to be honest. From mm. 2015, he's a different manager than he was then. Yeah, and Liverpool are, are far away, you know, so much better now than, than they were three years ago when, when Klopp came in. So that's obviously playing a part in it as well. Uh, the same probably applies to Rigi with that as well. How much money then? Um, I'd say 15. 15, I'm going to go with 15. I went 18, but I'll I'll let you let the majority rules. That th- we're a democracy here, mm. Christian, in which whatever I say goes. So to Danny Ings. So, so, what, so what's that for those two? That's that. So you're getting uh, 20, <laughs> yeah, 37 and a half million for Arigi and Ings. Some money so, coming in here if they sell all these. Well, we'll come. I'll add them up in a bit. I'll, I'll show off my maths. You know, <laughs> while well, you're all talking, I'll try and work it out. Uh, Final one in terms of strikers, certainly final one in terms of players who, again, when we did this last year, we said exactly the same thing. This player, if we'd have done it two months earlier, you'd have said, yeah, he's definitely going. But we're here again. It's another summer, and you're thinking, hang on, Daniel Sturridge can actually do really do a job for Liverpool. Maybe this this, this could be his second coming, or, or his fifth in this particular case. Would you sell him? If so, what offer would it be that would make you think, perhaps we should part ways? Would I sell him? No. I mean, I, w- I would have done a few weeks back. I think I said that on one of the pods. But You did? Yeah. He just looks so much leaner and sharper and... Happier. Sh- yeah. And he's saying all th- he's saying all the right things, isn't he, about him. You know, he wants to stay and he's going to, you know, get behind the team. And He's even targeting an England recall, which is, you know, ambitious. And, and why not? Um, if he's fit, everyone knows how good he is. Um, no one more so than Klopp. So I'd keep him. I think that's it's it's the only little problem and doubt I have with storage is that, you know, straight away he's had a couple of good pre seasons games and he's targeting an England recall and it's like yeah. let's let's walk, walk before, before you, you can run. run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just You can't blame him for, oh, for, no, for, no, for being for being No he patriotic and wants to play for England at the highest level, yeah. of and course. And they've seen the World Cup. Don't forget he played in the World Cup twenty fourteen and they've seen the twenty eighteen one and to be honest, he's probably looking at it and thinking I could play in that team. It, it correct, but Ultimately, it is only pre-season, and you know he is going to say that. Of course, he's aiming high, and, and why not? But at the same time, I just when I heard them say that, it was just a bit like, well, let's let's see you be okay for the next two or three months first, Dan, and then let's see what happens. So, um, I, I I wouldn't sell him at all. I think he's been Liverpool's star of pre-season. I think we're inevitably all going to get our hearts broken in October time when he when he probably. Picks but, up a yeah. niggling injury, Ca- but calf injury for nine games. <laughs> but look at the, you know, he's he's pretty much. I'd be interested to compare his injury record with Lallana's, for example, because it feels like Lallana's missed as much um, football I, as Sturridge. I, I looked at this the other day, and I think Lallana's played like seventy more games at in, in, a, in a season less. Right, that's, um, that's 
almost two seasons, isn't it? A season it and a half. Mm-hmm. That's, that's surprising. You should write that. Yeah, I could look into that, couldn't I? Yeah, you could do. Perhaps later. Mm. Yeah, please. We need the one end. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, but, 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 but going back to the stories, you know, everyone knows about his injury record, but is this is the first time, I think, since... I'd say it's only pre-season. He was injured at West Brom as well, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's the first time since 2013-14 where I've looked at him. He looks like quick and sharp and just on it and just sort of comfortable in what he's doing. I, I just, I just wonder. And again, we, you know, because we do a million pods a day now, we sort of repeat <laughs> ourselves. That is the tendency. Do we repeat ourselves? We do repeat ourselves. Ghosty, do we repeat ourselves? Do we repeat ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And I just feel that the. The West Brom six-month experiment sort of opened his eyes, and he thought, "Well, being second choice at Liverpool is not the worst thing in the world. I could mm-hmm. end up as a first choice yeah. at Southampton or yeah. Newcastle, and, and look what's waiting for me." So, so Danny Ings basically, almost yeah. But I mean, Dan, I think Danny Ings would be further down the pecking order, which is ironic because of this last season he wasn't. Danny mm-hmm. Ings was ahead. But he, he kind of kind of went to West Brom, didn't he, in, a, in a, an attempt to rescue his World Cup hopes, and obviously that. that Got injured at Chelsea, didn't yeah. he? Mm. But I, I just feel like I, I just think he's an option off the bench. I think yeah. if it's nil nil after seventy, the way he's been linking up with Naby Keita, for example, mm. the way he's also made a really obvious, obvious conscientious effort to to change his game a little bit and mm. adapt. I just feel he, he deserves. The thing is, twenty nineteen, his contract expires again, so it's one of those. What do you do with him? Do you just let him run out? But I think if he has a good six months. Then you assess and you either let him start speaking to other clubs abroad or wherever because I, f- I do feel like he's a type of player who might try his arm abroad. Yeah, I think, he, will. I think yeah. he would do. Well, he nearly went to Sevilla, didn't mm. he? Yeah. And I think, yeah, th- th- there's a couple of like, other uh, foreign clubs sniffing around. But at the same time. He could go to Scotland. Go, that, no, that is a foreign. He could go to. Uh, <laughs> to Queen of the South. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in six months' time, they want to offer him a year's extension. Who knows? So I think it's a wait and see with him, but I'll definitely keep him. Like Klopp said, um, a couple of days back, they don't need Sturridge to play 50 games a season, whereas perhaps three years ago they did. You know, they do crying out for that, and that you know this could be a great chance for Sturridge to maybe play 25 games this season, most of them off the bench, but but making a talent impact when he when he's called upon in in big moments. So he, it, is, sorry, sorry, he is the. You look at like Chelsea. I know like there's a lot of uh, deals still to be done, but you look at Chelsea and and you know their option off the bench is William. You look at Man United and their option off the bench is Martial. And you look at, at well, for is, yeah. Know, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I know things can change. You look at Man City, and their option can be Jesus sometimes. Mm. Sometimes it's, it's it'll, it'll probably be Mares this season. And then you look at Liverpool, and, and you go, what's, what's the option off the bench? And Fakir probably would have been that, certainly for the first couple of months, I believe. But you said the F word again. I know. By the way. Come on, it's explicit content. You need, to be, you, need to be, <laughs> you need to be careful. But I think a fully fit storage is that for Liverpool. I think it's the type of player where everyone points to and goes. God, they've got they've got Daniel Sturridge on the bench there. That's that's you know that's that's real strength and depth. That's real quality to come off the bench and you know providing he can st- providing he can stay fit. But he, you know even if he can get 20, 25 games out of him, he's that option off the bench where people go again. I go back to it. That's a type that that that's a type of substitute title winning teams title have. Sub. Yeah. Mm. So how much if Liverpool were to be tempted, Paul, what value would have to come in? I'd say my guess would be twenty five million. Uh, I said twenty. I think I seem to remember reading from James Pierce that this is last year, isn't he? So changed it. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. Twenty. Liverpool yeah. were asking for for thirty in January, which seems ridiculous when you look back at it. But yeah, maybe twenty. But I wouldn't sell him personally. Christian, correct. What to both of them? Yeah, we're right. Yeah. So ultimately, Daniel Sturridge is not leaving Liverpool. Say us. 
Now, that's kind of it for the players who we think may be on their way. There are a couple of players who, whether it's contract situations or loan moves or whatever, that you, you wouldn't say question marks, but it'd just be interesting to see what you think if somebody came in with, for example, Christian, a bid for Ragnar Klavan. I'd say no, just because of the centre-backs. It, it, it's all it's all founded now, isn't it? In, you know, I, I think the squad is what it is now, and I think those players who we've named, I think even a few of those aren't going to go, you know, storage included. Um, and I think the problem, because of the transfer window shutting when it does, is that if Liverpool were to sell Ragnar Klavan yeah. now, then they'd have to scramble and try and find a, a, a player to, mm. to, to replace him. He said he's happy with his centre-back options. He is ultimately the fifth-choice centre-back, so they could afford to lose him, but I don't see what you'd gain by getting rid of him for the season. Yeah, that was the point I was going to make there, and I don't see what Liverpool have to, to benefit from selling him. Um, plus, he's, plus, he's got experience as well, hasn't he? I think that's something that the squad yeah. hasn't got. He's yeah. been around the block a few he times. He plays well. <laughs> But I don't, I don't, I don't better, know why he's got this reputation of being... It seems to be the bigger the game, the better he plays. Mm. And then when he plays against some of the less likes, he kind of switches off, which mm. is probably why he's not played at a big team before. I, th- I, think, I think he's dependable and, and he's you know, a solid enough option to have if you're really struggling for centre-backs and you've got a bit of a crisis. He's fine just to come in and Liverpool have got nothing to gain really from selling them because, as Christian says, he'll have to go back into the market and Klopp was saying only yesterday that he, he won't be doing that. Ben Woodburn, loan. Yes, loan. Season long. I, I, I'd almost be tempted to keep him, but because I do feel Liverpool are lights, especially in that Coutinho role where he's Wolfgang not like now though, is he? He's been the gym for the best part of a year. Yeah. Absolute gains. Um, but I'd be minded to keep him. But I think what Liverpool have done there, if they've, they've taken his year of, of pretty much an injury hit year, they've worked on him in the gym, and now they're going to let him play somewhere for the year and, and bring him back, hopefully, an absolute machine. Yeah, if he, if he goes to somewhere like Villa, and I know I mentioned this on, on Twitter last night, and a few people were basically saying, well, Villa's an absolute mess of a club, but if it's that much of a mess, you know, they got to the playoff they final. They win games. They got to the playoff final. They're a massive club in terms of they're going to get 35,000, 40,000 for every home game. You'd like to think that they're going to be up there again. So he'll play, and he'll have a lot of high-profile games, a lot of high-pressure games in front of big Big crowds, games that really matter. Derby that, against. Well, exactly. Yeah. Know, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Man of us. You know. Yeah. So there'll, there'll be that if he does go to Villa. That is. I mean, ideally, I'd, I'd like to see Liverpool send all of their potential loans to Aston clubs, Villa to, yeah. <laughs> to clubs in the Premier League because I just think, you know, giving them that experience in the top flight would be invaluable. But as you say, Aston Villa are a big club and they have got ambitions to get back into the Premier League as soon as possible. Obviously, their financial issues are, are well documented at this point, but I think. You know what? What's what's the problem with Woodburn going to to Villa? He's uh, he's not nineteen until October. He's got years on his side before he even looks at kind of making the grade into Liverpool's team. So why not? It's uh, it's only going to be helpful for him. He's, I think what you I'd rather him go to Villa, who okay maybe not necessarily play that style of football. I mean, it didn't didn't hamper Grealish. You you know looks like he's going to mm. be going to maybe Tottenham. Um, I, I'd imagine that's why he might go there as a replacement for Grealish. But I'd rather he would play a Villa at the top end of the table, that's presuming that they do get this mess sorted out and they've just been taken over, than say a Wigan where you've got like Paul Cook, great manager, plays attractive football, but it's going to be a relegation scrap probably. What's he going to learn from that? Because you go from a relegation scrap into a, yeah. into a Champions League game, two completely different mentalities. And also as well, I think there's, there's a debate over where Woodburn plays at this stage. He's only 18, so... You've seen him play in the front three. We've seen him play centre midfield. I think that that'll be 
an issue for Steve Bruce, you know, figuring out just where to play him. I mean, I cannot recommend anybody going to Wigan for anything ever, to be honest. I don't know, but I mean, they've got a pop wheel there, haven't they? Have they? I've never, they've, I've got never reflex, they've got a reflex. They've, they've, got, they've got a pier. They've got a re- they've nice pier. But they've got a, they've got a reflex, <laughs> and I hear it's good. Shots for one pound. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but he's an advocate of pop wheel, isn't he? So, well, what does that say? I think that says everything about Christian. One final name. Adam Lallana. I'm going to throw that oh, one in there. I didn't want that as the final name. Okay. You want? To, who did you want as the no, final we'll, name? No, we'll go with Lallana first. And I'll give okay. you my name. Let's go with Lallana. I'd keep him. Next. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no. It, it's again. I, I agree with you. I'm only because he's one of these that's had a bit of a question mark over him. Let's face it. He barely played last year. I think the Oxley Chamberlain injury sort of the side yeah. of that one, didn't it? In mm. terms of one in, one out. Yeah. It's it's a. I think if if Liverpool had if Oxley Chamberlain was fit and the Signed for Kier, for example. Oh, three times. Say one more and he'll appear. Who? It's like the boogeyman. Um, but I think now he's he, he has to. He's an option. You know, he's, he's a big season for him. Yeah. I think it, it really is a big season for him. I think last year you can write off, but this season I think he needs game time and I think he needs to hit the ground running. I don't think he's as as good as Preston, despite what we said, as when he first when Klopp first arrived, he's not as good as Preston as Oxley Chamberlain is. I think Oxley Chamberlain will be a massive miss for Liverpool, especially when he the way he adapted after Coutinho left, he was huge for Liverpool yeah. in those four months. So well, they, have, they have got the two new midfielders. So they have got the two, so they can. He's always always going to be re jigging that midfield mm. anyway, wasn't he? So go on, who's your other name then? Come on, climb. Really? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. It goes back to what we were saying about specialists on the bench. Nathaniel Klein can only play right back. I can't see. I, I think Trent is number one, as well yeah. as in the uh, as number one right back. Klein, if he's on the bench, can only play one position. He's twenty six, twenty seven now. He's not on the. He's not on like you know ridiculous wages, but he you know he, he came for twelve point five million. He's now got Joe Gomez who can play right back. He's got Fabinho who, if needed, can play right back. He had time at right back, and now he's got Rafa Camacho as well who was. Albeit pre-season, of course, but he's done well against Man United and Man City. You but, know. He, but he's not a right-back, though, is he? He's not, but he's obviously got designed to, to, to feature him there. Curtis Jones played right-back for a little bit as well against Manchester mm-hmm. United. There's clearly something in Klopp's mind there about a right-back. I don't know what. I just think with Nathaniel Klein, I'm not saying Liverpool would do this. I, you know, our info's that he, you know, that's it for, for defensive reinforcements, both in and out. But I, I, I just think if they were to get a... A sizable bid, I think I'd think about it because I think Liverpool are well versed. I don't think he necessarily suits Klopp's style going forward. I think he's a very good defender, but I think he has to stop still to trap a ball, and that's not great for Liverpool now. I think the, he wants his fullbacks to be run onto the ball at pace. Really good player, you could possibly convert him as a, as a defensive minded left back, but again, Klopp doesn't play like that. I just feel like if there was one first team player, if you will, who I'd consider. Selling for a decent fee, say like twenty five million, it'd be climb. Yeah, it puts forward an interesting point. Actually, um, it's an interesting point that you agree with, or an interesting point that you go, Christian, stop drinking your Costa. Do you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually not sure. I've I've, I've (laughs) never thought about about the prospect of Nathaniel Klein leaving. Um, But but changed your world, this hasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, but but the more more you put forward the case, you can't, you can't kind of see why it could be an option. you know, as you, as you say with Fabinho, he obviously played right back at Monaco, didn't he? And Rafa Camacho was certainly impressed. And then you've got Trent, who's just become you know a, a fully fledged first team star over the last twelve months. And then Joe Gomez, who's always 
had designs on playing centre back, but he can play right back. So Milner as well, actually. Yeah, they, so like absolute necessity. Th- there are plenty of options. So I think if Liverpool could get a decent fee for him, then they might look at it. But I d- I don't know whether they'll get any more than what they paid for him three years ago. I just think it. I just think he's. This will sound like I don't. He I, did, I don't I forget that he did, he did play practically every game. It is, and this is why. I, this is why I understand that people will be disagreeing with what I'm saying. Under appearances in two seasons. I just feel like he plays or he doesn't. If you see what I mean, he's not on the bench. He's a waste of a place on the bench, and that's well, not to say he's a bad player. Don't but forget that Trent is going to ultimately move into midfield anyway. Maybe, maybe that's. An I don't option. think that'll that'll be any time soon, though. He's he's only eighteen, isn't no, he? Nineteen. About nineteen midfielders at the, <laughs> exactly, the moment. Yeah. Places grew to his future. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's that. Now I've added them all up, and bearing in mind that we aren't selling Moreno, Gruwich, Ojo. Oh, is it Ojo or Ojo? Ojo. Ojo. Is he? I've always said Ojo, but I've heard people saying the, the other way. But anyway. That's what happens when Rimmer makes a mistake. Oh, God, here oh, we go. Stop Joe. blaming him, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe. Uh, and Sturridge, so they're not going. And also, bearing in mind, we're not, they're not going to sell both of the goalkeepers. So if they sell one of them, and the other players we've mentioned, £58 million pounds they're raising. So that doesn't sound all that much, really, does it? Sam Pulisic. Could buy you a shiny new attack midfield. Pulisic, yeah. However, if they do sell everybody we mentioned, then that adds another sixty-two and a half million onto it. So you're looking at 120 million. Liverpool don't need that. Let's let's say that. Let's round that up to like a 60 million pound. Yeah, six, about 60 million quid then That's from outgoing. And so Danny Ward was 12.5 as well. So he's, oh yeah, forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So he's already gone. So okay, so, so let's just say 70. 70. So, yeah, 70. 70 million. That's it's not a bad. Considering that is, I would say, the players we're considering selling there are. Surplus two requirements. Mm. And they're the ones that are definitely we think are definitely going to go. So seventy million pounds. I, th- I think you reinvest with another player. Keeper? Yeah. Um, that I mean, you 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 wonder if Liverpool need the money whether they need to sell. But these are players who aren't going to be playing week in week out. You know, it, it's in their best interest to to move on and further their their own careers, isn't it? And whatever they bring in, you know whether that's covering the cost of, of wages or what, but if Liverpool did bring in that much, you, you, you'd wonder whether they could just make a, a late bid for a for a shiny new attacking midfielder. Yeah, that, but, that, and, that's and just me, maybe. You, I'm, I'm just trying to be hungry. But who, what, what initial would he start with, his surname? What would it begin with? No, I'm not having... F4P? Yeah, I'm not having... I'm not having NF, I'm having CP. CP? Yeah, I'm having I'm having CP. I think he'd be absolutely. I think if there is yeah, a the fact sn- that he's got needs, five years younger. I think if there is a sniff of Dortmund selling Christian Pulisic, Liverpool should be over it like a bad rash. So basically, what we've learned from there is Jurgen Klopp get on with selling all these players and sign that other guy. Someone made the yeah. point about Pulisic on Twitter, and it was a very good point. It was like Pulisic is the um, is the one player who has the potential to basically become an elite player who's from America. American born, and that just you know creates so many opportunities for Commerci- that commercial for, for that market, yeah, yeah. and it, it it makes sense. It, it, it was a good point, um, now, and obviously he's a very talented. Somebody on Twitter made a good point. Yeah, yeah. Now he is a title-winning substitute, mm. and that, that I'm, that's what I'm all about this season does for he, Liverpool. Does, does he want to be a sub though? I think he'd he'd, he'd understand that nineteen. Yeah, he's he played 19, plenty of he? games. What happens if they spent the money to buy him and then let him stay at Dortmund for a year? What like uh, basically a case of deal? Yeah. Again, it's 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 people would be moan at that, wouldn't they? People moan at everything. Exactly. 
Right, on that bombshell of everybody <laughs> moaning about everything, we've just sold half the Liverpool squad. Uh, yeah, Jürgen Ke- 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 Klopp's moaning. <laughs> he he saved us some Elwoods and, there's no one and there. John Achterberg's number two. <laughs> uh, join us later this week where we will be recording another Liverpool Blood Red podcast. Cheerio. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.